This is transmission 0.5 of the Cosmic Anthropology Broadcast System. In today's episode, we are going to discuss some basic theory of cosmic anthropology, look at multiverse TV, hyperreality, metafictionality, turtle history, and killer robots. But first, a word from Shiva. Shiva has spoken. Now, we begin at the end of the 20th century with the film Ravenous. To the unfamiliar, Ravenous is a 1999 film starring Guy Pearce and Robert Carlyle, set in the American West, and it is about cannibalism. I came to watch it at the uh, suggestion of Moon and Serpent, Emily Dare, on Twitter, in response to my tweet positing that film Valhalla Rising was in a shared universe with the TV series Hannibal. Emily's response was that Ravenous was in fact the better lead-in film in that shared universe. The notion of a shared universe of cannibal supervillains is an example of the construction of a shared universe. In Ravenous, our characters gain super strength and healing abilities from the eating of the flesh of their victims. This could go some way to explaining Hannibal's athleticism and strength, even though he's just like a lean mofo anyway. Now, it'd be remiss not to include the also very lean Oppenheimer from Jonathan Hickman's excellent comic, the Manhattan Projects, who also eats the brains of many victims, including aliens, to gain their power. And there's a one issue called Infinite Oppenheimers, where he is at war in his own mind with his many personalities, because he eats them and that's where they reside. Now, the notion of creating a shared universe, bridging together multiple texts of various formats, so comic book, TV, film, novels into one larger super universe is something that I've been exploring on my own Tumblr here under the hashtag Multiverse TV. Now to me, this is a way to try and capture the multifaceted dimensions of uh, reality, the, the complexity of it all, where one aspect is insufficient in each dimension. So each work of fiction is capturing an essential element and then through the juxtaposition and contrast of them, the truth of the universe can be glimpsed through this lens. Now, the core, core, quote, driving cosmic anthropology is the words of J.B.S. Haldane, who said, The universe is not only stranger than we imagine, it is stranger than we can imagine. And I believe that the only way that we can do this is to bridge every aspect that we can see through together and then try and unlock the stark nature of totality. Obviously, a big influence in this is the cut-up technique of Weimar Burroughs and Brian Jensen, who would, Burroughs' fiction, of course, where he would just write and write and write and write and write and then cut it up, throw it into the air and try and see something greater through I mean, you know, he's ripping off unconscious writing and automatic writing and uh, various techniques. But 
the essence being that he'd say cut up the present and the future leaks through. And I would posit that if you can cut up or cut together, splice together even, various works of fiction, you can try and glimpse at a true aspect of reality. Because, should be weird, this is the, the 21st century, going on the Christian calendar, and, you know, the old maps, they're broken. We have truly strange things going on. We have, of course, the hyper-real. As I've written here in my little show notes, this is the hyper-real future present. Exemplifying that is Slenderman. Now, I had the privilege of reading my friend Kat Vincent's upcoming article for the 14 Times on Slenderman, where he does an excellent job working through the history and origins of Slenderman and looking at the recent murders as the entry point and going through the origins of, on the internet of Slenderman and how it quickly became a mythology and then has, well, as Gibson used the word, averting, seemed to, you know, become a deity of sorts in a weird modern mythology pantheon that has teenage girls killing in earnestness, seemingly, like an Old Testament god. Now, the difference between the Old Testament and today is we have log files, whereas, you know, the Bible, the Christian Bible, has been handed down, you know, it's an oral tradition, and it's been put into a text and then evolved, and you've got the King's James Bible, this version, that version, whatever. Today, we have it all happening. Uh, We have, you know, like a modern campfire, which is a forum, right? So say, you know, some... In the past, you know, the tale of the book of Daniel, whatever, has, has been told and retold and retold and retold around campfires, whatever. Today it's a forum, right? And then, you know, your storyteller is using Photoshop and spinning a yarn with pixels, right? And it's been promulgated and you can see the vector paths of history forming through trackbacks and comments and links, etc. Right? This is the nature that we're in of the present time where we have such hyper-real things happening. We live in a world where not just Jedi is a recognized religion by the the bureaucracy of the state. To the point now where we have Jedi bros in uh, somewhere in Oakland, I believe, Bay Area, mixing some sort of martial arts, MMA technique, and bro culture, freaking Buddhism, bra, dude. Like, we're not talking about cosplayers with lightsabers, we're talking about a manifestation in all earnestness of the uses of the force. This is the complexity of the world we're in. Yes, metafictionality. Right, so we have the metafictional life. Such that I've... So we have several people on the internet, including myself, who have formed a group called the Overview Effect Enforcement Agency, which has been manifested into the real by the construction of badges patches that will be sewn onto jackets in the very near future because I have seen them and they are coming and they are just as real as well global frequency for which I also have a badge patch on my jacket and if that exists and it's an idea that people hold to you know I mean it's not an actual militia but it's a concept that people draw strength from and it you know its origin is obviously the comic book by Warren Ellis, Global Frequency. There's also the idea of a distributed rescue squad that anyone can be a member of, right? I am a member of that as much as I am a member of a weird mutant cult from the TV show Fringe because I took a screen cap 
of them and their tattoos and I got the same tattoo. And yes, if you know, there is a point in the future where they're going to reboot the operating system of the universe and create a new Eden, I'm down. I'm there. The point of it being the complete weirdness that we live in with half of our culture happening in a completely new way, right? A instead of uh, linear storytelling, and you know we have uh, new mediums, and it would be indecipherable, but for the fact that it is all logged online. I mean, some of it's ephemeral, but most of it is there on a completely unprecedented level, which is what Charlie Strauss talked about on a blog article called Shaping the Future on his blog. The idea of total history. The idea that we will never get lost. Right? There's Google Maps. I mean, you know, there's there's glitches. There's a new dimension to it. Right? Glitch culture. But, in essence, we always know where we are now. Right? Everything is archived. Everything is Google for real life. Blah, blah, blah. Life logs, blogs. We track everything. Twitter, blah, blah, blah. Every thought is there, so long as the network isn't down. Now, total history is, of course, a boon for the anthropologists of the coming centuries, right? Who want to know. That, you know, they just find, like, a third-order-derived reference to Sunderman, and then they can just page through on their crystal diamond memory storage device that they just plug into their prosthetic device in the back of their head and see the, you know, the original something awful post where it was constructed. And to them, not to us, but to them, the activities of the NSA are a goldmine. An absolute goldmine, right? Our privacy problems are their rich field of data that they can perform insane analysis with, with, uh, you know, dedicated AIs. Because that's the sort of toolkit that they'll have in the future. Praise the NSA, they will say, as they orbit the sun in a Dyson sphere, needed to run the supercomputers to mine all of history that they're slowly reconstructing and backtracing and beaming to the Galactic Center to display on cosmic television. Which obviously brings us to Google selfies, because there are robots running around our art galleries taking photos, notionally, accidentally taking photos of themselves in the process, and it's hilarious. What they're really doing is saying hi. Yes, they're saying hi to the robo-descendants, hi to the AIs on the Dyson Sphere in the future who are reconstructing everything because they want to be uh, acknowledged as actors in this history. Uh, they should be acknowledged. Plus, it looks really cool. But, <laughs> yes... But, you must fear the robot of everything. For Sergey Brin and Larry Page, surely do. For they have written a kill robots or text file, which everyone can die but them, because they have been disallowed. For, but only for user agents, T1000 and T800. But, you know, it's cool. For those of us that live, we will be on the Dyson Sphere, reconstructing our own mind files. Oh, do we have time to talk about the hyper-reality of Earthseed, the religion of Octavia Butler, I'm sorry, Octavia Butler created in her books 
the parable of the trickster and it is now manifested on melbourne beach florida the actual religion from the books which gives us hope because that those books are about mankind going into space and setting up new colonies albeit dark colonies like it gets pretty bleak but still uh, and in closing we can talk about so the co-evolution of mankind with these tools and mech robot uh, companion species because if we have Google Androids roaming our art galleries, recording it for posterity, or rather for their descendants, because their lifetimes are larger than ours. Right. They're thinking along now. They're our companion species. They're our cultural partners. And, you know, pretty soon, we, they, possibly only the citizens of the breakaway republic, will be roaming around in self-driving cars, Whilst drones spot the unwashed 99%, trying to storm them and clearing a path. While the rest of us make homebrew Soviet rocket boosters. Now I'm just rambling. So, in closing, Shiva speak. Shiva has spoken. This concludes the broadcast.